What's going on, podcast listeners? Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to Guidance Counselor 2.0. The point of this podcast is to allow individuals a resource in their careers when they need it the most. We had guidance counselors in middle school, we had guidance counselors in high school, but yet now in the real world, we don't have anything or any resource to listen to, to turn to, to learn from others. And so that is what this podcast is for. I interview real people who have had real challenges in their career in hopes that you can take a little bit out of it and to apply within your own career. As always, please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. I really want this podcast to become discoverable to others and so they can use this as a tool. And the only way that happens is if you rate and review it so it climbs the charts. If you need to reach me, all social media handles for me are at tdesen, T-D-E-S-S-E-Y-N. I do a ton on Twitter and LinkedIn. And if you need to reach me the old-fashioned email way, shoot me an email, tailord at vaco.com. Again, I know there's a lot of podcasts out there, and I really appreciate you taking time to listen to Guidance Counselor 2.0. I hope you enjoy the episode. So everyone, thanks for joining in to Guidance Counselor 2.0. I am joined by my new friend, Blake, who hails in outside of Portland, Oregon, we just talked about off air. Um, so Blake, I'm not going to introduce yourself. You can introduce yourself. So give the uh, six listeners an idea of uh, a little bit about you. All right. Hey guys. So my name is Blake. I go by Blakey Codes on my Twitter. I have a background in web development and now I run a freelance company with my boyfriend. That's awesome. That's awesome. So um, Blake, so I came across your profile um, on Twitter and this is what's so crazy about Twitter. And this is what I've been trying to be really loud about over, um, over Twitter, over LinkedIn, over my podcast is, is networking and the power of Twitter and how you can kind of just pop up in people's feeds and then all of a sudden you're friends. And, and, and I think this is a classic case of it. You somehow popped up in my feed because one of my followers liked your post and I checked out, you know, your, 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 your YouTube and all that. And I said, holy cow, uh, Blake is unreal in regards to networking um, and building a following, right? You, you've amassed 5,000 followers on Twitter. Um, and uh, you tra- it looks like you travel around the world. So I want to kind of get in. I want to go and dive in and yeah. talk first off about kind of your background, some career changes maybe, um, how you deal with career changes and goal setting because you and I kind of talked and that people fall off with goals. And so I want to kind of get your two cents on kind of your story, how you became yeah. in the software development and then your goals and, and, and some advice that you would give people about setting goals. Absolutely. So honestly, this all started for me, like the whole starting goals and continuing to follow your goals. When I was in high school, I was a senior in high school and I didn't want to go to college because I just knew there was something more out there. So I kind of just like started to like hold myself responsible for things. Like when I when I like I was a senior, you know, making goals, asking myself really deep questions on like what I want to do with my life, how do I want to get there? And that was kind of the foundation for me to kind of build where I am now. I really it came with a lot of critical thinking and action. So I want to say when it comes to goals that you have to just really think about how what it is and what you want. Like what do you want your end result to be? Because if you are just making goals just for like just for the heck of it, you're going to feel really resentful with yourself because you're kind of like doing false promises, if that makes sense. So I think with goals, you just have to 
really ask yourself what it is you want, where you see yourself, and what is it you kind of want out of life. I think life itself is a huge opportunity, honestly. And I know this sounds like so weird and so deep, but um, I think- This is why we do it. This is, this is exactly why we hang out. We just get deep real fast. I know, it's, seriously. So I just think like with life, you, if you just hold yourself responsible, and this sounds like so cringe, like a motivational speaker, but if you just hold yourself responsible, really ask yourself what it is you want, you will, you will literally get there. Like that's really what happened for me. I remember sitting in like my bedroom and just thinking to myself, like I know I want to make money, work from home, travel, have a life filled with love and peace and just like do my own thing. And that's exactly what I'm doing right now. And I'm honestly so fortunate and grateful just to be able to have showed myself that I, that I came here. You know, I showed up for myself. You know, I really thought about it and I'm like, you know, this is my life. Like, what do I want out of it? You know, before time runs out. So yeah, I love that. Yeah. And, and so, but it takes, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, it takes a lot of like awareness, right? Like, like we throw around the word empathy, we throw around the word like self-awareness and vulnerability. But I think in my experience, I don't think people want to have those conversations with themselves. And it, and, it, and it sounds like you were willing to have that conversation with yourself. You know, I think in a way, that by having those conversations, and I understand they are tough conversations, but the beauty of it, it is with yourself. So, you know, you're connecting with yourself. I think also in a way it builds character, which was something very important to me, was building my character, my value, my morals, my beliefs, what, what I wanted, who I wanted to become. And I can understand it could be very scary, a very vulnerable moment for people. It's very vulnerable. It was vulnerable for me, but even talking about it, it's like so, you know, so tricky, but it really is just about like, like unlocking the door and like allowing yeah yourself. yeah i but love it, that and it's not it, it, it could it, you could do it. anyone could do it. that's the thing you know what you anyone could do it like yeah just, what what do you think stops people from doing what they want to do fear yeah yeah i think and, are, and, and 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 you dealt with fear yeah oh yeah oh yeah i was living in new jersey and i like packed up with like not that much money and moved to Oregon with like, I had a crazy, like my story when I first came to Oregon was absolutely insane. Like I was living in a trailer with like this guy who was absolutely insane with my boyfriend. Like it was it's such a huge story, but yeah, like it's fear. And a lot of it, it is, it is scary. It can be scary. But at the same time, I find that just having belief is that you can make through it, that this is something that you chose because it does go back to choice too. Um, that really gives you fulfillment in a way. And I think that a lot, a lot of people could be reaching for is fulfillment, not just financial fulfillment or like fulfillment with other people, but like self-fulfillment, you know? Yeah, I love that. And so, so let's, so let's kind of dive into to the reason why I reached out to you. And that's like the networking and like <laughs> you putting yourself out there. Um, so we got deep. And so, so, know, so we're so done with like that. So weird. I love that. I love that. But, um, and so now we're going to go into kind of networking yeah. and the reason why I wanted to touch on your story, cause I feel like the listeners uh, who listen to this podcast, like everyone is going through their own shit, right? At the end of the day, everybody is kind of dealing with their own story. And, and, and I want to highlight people's stories and, and, and your story is listen, like where I'm dropping everything. I'm going to move out. Right. Cause I'm pretty sure New Jersey is a little different than Oregon. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. Like just geography. Like let's not even talk yeah. about anything else. Yeah, for sure. And so, and then, and then now, and now you're pursuing what you want. Right. And so, I mean, that's huge. And, and, and I applaud you for that. Um, and so where does this, where did the networking come from? And like, where did putting yourself out on YouTube and like, not listen, I have 
salespeople struggle to even put themselves out there. And here you are in software, which let's face it, like the, the, the notion around software developers is like they're quiet, they're reserved, they don't want to get out in front of the camera. And here you are on YouTube, like talking about networking and strategies and having a YouTube channel. Like where, where does this come from? Oh my God. I, so like I said, like I wanted to like build a life for myself. So I have to take everything into account. I have to let down all walls. Like I'm such an introvert. I'm so awkward in person. I get so shy. I'm like such a weirdo. And then when I realized that if I wanted to get to my goals, I'm going to have to get uncomfortable. So like, I remember making YouTube videos, refilming them thousands of times, getting upset, not having it be perfect. You know, it's still a struggle. It's always a struggle, but it's always just allowing yourself to let go. And the networking really came in just with branding myself. I thought that by having a larger following and really giving value out there to people, I would be able to come, like not come off, but like be the honest person, truthful person I am to people. And yeah, you know, so now I network, I do the Facebook groups. Facebook groups are great for networking. Yeah, um, I haven't even done that. Facebook groups are genius. Literally, they, okay. have space, they know who you are. Like, you know, they ha you have a little like bio you could have on Facebook. So they could just like meet you in three seconds, see your profile. They're like, hi, I'm Blake. This is what I do. And if you have that like connection, like for me, I kill it in the, into like the digital nomad groups. So if you have some sort of connection with someone, like if you're a restaurant owner or was a restaurant owner and want to like mm -hmm. give them a website or something, or you got into software now, now you like want to build them a website. Like you can easily have that connection. That's just like an example. But well, it, well, hold on. I, before you are, cause I think, I think what you just said is what I've been preaching a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Say Did you kind of get your start by offering your services either at a major discount or free to kind of get in the door places? Absolutely. You have to, you have to at least like, like something I would do is like sometimes just be like, Hey, am I like, cause I like, okay. So I didn't want the client to think that it's so cheap that it's bad. Sure. You know? Oh yeah. Cause that's <laughs> another side, right? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So I was like, Hey, you know, um, my company right now is having like, like a little discount offer, like, like saying discount offers, or something that just starting out will be really helpful. Yeah. The price will already be low to your to your expectation. And then the client will kind of like trust you more. And then it's the word of mouth. Word of mouth is like, it's great. Just, you know, people talking about you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so like, were you, I, and this one I'm trying to uncover, it's like, you, you said you're introvert. Again, I'm an introvert too, right? Like yeah. I'm exhausted, like it's 3 p.m., right? Yeah. Like I'm tired. Um, where did where being an introvert where did like putting yourself out there come from though like 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 was it more of you going honestly this is the only way i'm gonna be able to get business well okay so it's a strong balance of both like i remember being in school just talking to people and then also just like getting exhausted like energy drained from other people so i try to really balance it out the introvert thing really comes out when i'm like having anxiety like i'm like sure. just freaking out in social situations which is so sure. annoying but that's really it. Like, other than that, like, I knew that I had to, like, step up to the plate in a way and just put myself out there and be like, hi. Yeah. yeah. So, 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 what, so, so what would you say for the individuals who are listening? Like, well, like, it's easy for Blake. She's got, like, 5,000 followers on Twitter. Like, I'm sure it didn't start that way. No. I would honestly, I what I would honestly say to people who, like, for example, if they were trying to, like, do the YouTube thing and that really, like, was, was really hard for them. I would say blogging is great. You could just blog. Yeah. That's another way that that's another tool that you could put in your belt to really utilize and use. And, you know, I try to say this to people because YouTube isn't for everyone. It's barely for me sometimes, you know, so 
I just think that there are other options. Instagram's great too for branding yourself. And then if yeah. you get on Twitter, I think with Twitter, I kind of spoke about it in my course a little bit, but just giving value, like actual value. Like yeah. um, no, no one wants to see a picture of your cat on like, no. but, but you're trying to do. I do like cats. I, I do, do like cats. cats. Big I cat like fan. That. So cute. But I think in the general scheme of things, like what you're trying to do, if you're trying to get clients, build your network, people are going to want something of value, but something that's not like oversaid. Sure. Like, you know, do you think from a, from a like branding and personal network side of things, because we're all at home right now mm -hmm. and who knows when that's going to end and when the world's going to go back to normal. Mm -hmm. Do you think personal brand now is more important than ever? Absolutely. You have so much time now. Well, I don't know if you, but like, or anyone else. Sure. Well, and I think so too. And I think, and I think, you know, you talked about networking, you know, people are like, well, I don't know how to network. And this is what I actually gave a presentation yesterday um, out of Toronto mm -hmm. um, and for, for, for some junior developers. And it's like networking is actually marketing now. Like you really need to start documenting and giving back. And it, and it sounds like you did that. I mean, it literally sounds like that you wanted to provide value. So, so talk about Twitter, right? So growing Twitter or growing any of your following. So, so were you just like, were you tweeting eight, nine times a day? Like, okay, how did so, you grow a following? All right. So I really started off as just wanting to document my tech journey. I was just, um, I was in like boot camp. I just wanted to document it, you know? And then as it grew, I realized that I wanted to like, I've always knew I wanted to get into freelancing before I even got into tech. But once I started to see my Twitter following growth, I, I was like, wow, like I can really brand, not brand this, but like I can really give back to people in a sense of like getting tips for freelancing, mix software into that, and then kind of just like be a tech girl. Yeah. Put together. That's yeah. really what, how my brain works. I'm like, okay, this, this works, this, this works, and this is fun. So I was like, all right. And then just for branding, I just, like when I first started out with just with like specifically tech Twitter, there was like, there's like a hashtag. I think, it, I think it's like ran by a bot. Honestly, like a bot made hashtag, like hundred days of code. hundred days of code. That, that it's works. crazy. It's crazy. It's an amazing, amazing hashtag. I don't, it's insane, honestly. So that, that works. And that really helps us just like, you know how people are these days. They want the big numbers. They want to know that you're reliable through big numbers, which is kind of lame, but it how, it's how it is, how our brain works, you know, numbers speak unfortunately that's just yep. how it is yeah so so yeah go ahead go ahead no 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 you go, no, you go. well because i was thinking too because well then i wanted to move into kind of kind of your your courses right so you highlighted that you have some courses and so um where so do you have a sales background like were you in sales before software because you were spit like, like i said off air you were spitting some truth that some of my sales team doesn't you know <laughs> isn't comfortable doing you know, you, you were talking about one thing that I watched was go to meetup.com yeah. and what would you say? Like message people within, within like certain meetups or something. Go to meetup.com. Just tell them what you do. I say, hi, my name is Blake. I have a, I'm, I have a background as a software engineer and now I'm in business. I put the two together and here I am. I can do websites, SEO, Facebook ads, whatever it's, whatever you need, come to me. And people will just start messaging me. They'll be like, oh wow, I need SEO. Wow, I need Facebook ads. I like just got off a meeting right now for a woman who needs Facebook ads, like from a freaking Facebook group. Isn't that crazy? Like there's so many tools that you can use right in front of us. So 
Yeah. That's awesome. I feel like I'm going off topic with your questions. I feel like you asked me the question and I like. No, this is great. No, okay. listen, I, I'm so, I'm undiagnosed ADD. So all of my stuff goes, I, I have no agenda, right? I, the whole point of this is just to have a, have a conversation. So, um, so, so what, so what are you doing right now? And kind of maybe um, things coming up that you're kind of thinking about to help with your branding and maybe some ticks and trips, tip, tips and tricks you have up your sleeve that you want to share um, that, that you have some stuff going right now. So right now I just, I'm right now working on a project. I'm working on a website for an, a real estate agent in, I think it's North Carolina and that's going well. And then I'm just like, I want to say, I've just been so busy with Facebook ads, SEO. I have this one client who constantly needs help, which I have no problem supplying, you know, but I've just been so busy right now. I barely even tweeting. I haven't made a YouTube video in so long. I have so many deadlines that are like literally like freaking me out in my mind, but it's been going okay. And then what was the other part of the question? Just, <laughs> like, oh. No, you're good. You're good. You're, you're, uh, we were talking about basically like, is, is there anything that you're looking into to help with branding or any new kind of things you're implementing? Oh, okay. Um, no, it just goes back to growth. I'm, I'm thinking about growing my Instagram. I just like never get dressed up. So I, but I think I'd be great on Instagram. I think Instagram would be really helpful for me. So I was thinking, I was thinking about getting into Instagram once I got to Austin, Texas, growing my YouTube more, just like showing more of my life rather than just like freelancing and mixing like a little bit of lifestyle in there. And then like ask for some tips and tricks. If you were getting into freelancing, I would honestly just say go to meetups, go to Facebook groups, maybe even, even if you don't travel, maybe get into traveling groups and just do what you want to do. Do what you have to do if you want to kind of make it happen, if that makes sense. It does. So, um, yeah. So my question to you is, so you said something and I want to hear your thoughts on it about yeah. blending personal with professional. Okay. So there's like a lot of conversation on LinkedIn that LinkedIn's become Facebook. There's a lot of, you know, I've talked with my team about personal branding and it's like, you know, hey, you're a single mom and you're a kid, like your story is incredible. Like there's a lot of single moms out there with kids trying to work. Like I think it would be an incredible story. You know, there's some that's, I don't know, just it varies from story to story. But I think a lot of the concern is, oh, it's too personal for my network. And I have a thought, but I want to hear yours first. I think some things can be too personal for a network, but then sure. I, I follow women in the tech field also, like on Instagram, who make make a post and say they just had a miscarriage, you know? So it's yep. like, absolutely, like, it depends on the person, I think, like where the fine line is. Like, sure. What is it you want to share, you know? I think it's a balance. I think you do have to show a little personality just to like, just to make that connection, you know? You just got to be a little charismatic and witty and just be yourself, but also just keep it professional and I think there's, I think there's definitely a balance. Yeah. And I think so too. I, I think, I think because we're all at home and because I, I, I think, so many different kind of uh, filters to this statement is that like, so we're all at home. Yeah. We're all going through a pandemic. Essentially the entire nation is dealing with the same thing. Right. So you could almost say everybody's on the, on the same page in a way people feel for each other because we're all going through the same things. Um, I think people are more willing to talk to each other because for the most part, we're all at home. Um, so my thing is, is like from a personality and vulnerability perspective, I think now is the time more than ever. because I think people are, being, are more willing to watch 
and listen, right? I, I, I tweeted this the other day. I said, I think people want a feel good story, right? I, and and I, think your, I think your story, even your story specifically, I mean, in general, anybody's story could be the feel good story for people, right? Like I get jacked up when I see on Twitter that someone found a job. I have no idea who that person is. No idea who that person is, but they found a job and I got, I get jacked up about it. And so I, I think, I think there's gotta be a level of being personable yeah. over social media. I agree. I agree. And I, I feel the same way when I see people get a job, I'm so hyped for them. I'm like, that's yeah. so cool you got that. That makes me so happy. Honestly, I always like it. And I'm like, oh, yay. You yeah. Know? <laughs> so I, know, I just know how hard it is, you know? So it's, it's extremely, extremely difficult. So I want to ask you this too, from a, from a dev perspective. So what are some resources you've, you've done, um, to, to kind of get spooled up from, from, from a coding perspective? Um, you know, what boot camps did you attend or what material have you read just to give the listeners maybe some, some things to look into? Yeah. So when I was spending time in Vietnam, I did Lambda bootcamp for about, I didn't do the full program. I did just a little bit. I did it up until Node so, and Node and Express. So just like, just at the finish point, I think it was like six months. And okay. um, it, it went well. It was okay. You know, it was, it was like, like my, my experience with Lambda was I, we were in class for like 12 hours a day, like coding, like just coding from like Monday to wow. Friday. Yeah. And then Friday we had like a huge test. So it was really like, it was a lot of information just like jammed into our mind. Sure. And then, yeah. So, and then of course, like that takes time to process. So a lot of sources I use was like free code camp. I still use free code camp. I love free code camp. Okay. It's actually amazing. You know, um, I also use, I watch a lot of YouTube videos sometimes just like, whenever I have a question, I'll just like go into YouTube and like YouTube it. And yeah. Yeah. And then just whatever comes up, comes up. And then sometimes I'll even ask people on tech Twitter, just like for help with a project if I'm working on, I haven't worked on like a coding project in so long. Just cause been like, busy. I have been busy. I know. And I feel like so weird about that. It makes me feel like a failure almost. I'm like, I haven't been coding, you know, but I Wow. But that's, that's another thing with culture right now. Right. Where it's like, if you're not, yeah common misconceptions of culture right now yeah i know for sure like if you're not doing it then you're doing nothing you know and it's like yep. that's really the case either it's just it's mess, you know so um and going back to the business side because you're so busy right now and that's so awesome and did most of this come out of you offering your services either very low cost or free a little like, bit. like, I, like I'm trying to get the breakdown, right? So, so some, yeah. if someone's still listening to this, however many minutes we're through right now yeah. and yeah, appreciate you for listening. Um, <laughs> but like, what, like, what is the percentage of like going out and getting in the business? Like just sales tactics, free work referrals. Like, what do you think that breakdown is? I'm trying to think like how much free work we really did. I remember when we first started off, we did a website for for a little bit, and then and then we um like the whole process is so weird. It sounds so weird how I'm explaining it, but then we like went to Vietnam and went even more in depth because like what we were thinking was like absolutely like the wrong way to think. We were thinking like yeah, we could like make Wix sites and like not sell them but like customize them and become a designer. And I'm like no 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 like like we both thought that like we have to get deeper into this. We have to learn how to code. You know, so we really did, we really started to learn how to code from like a business point of view, if that makes sense. It does. And, and then as we got better at, at business and sales, which is really what it comes down to, if you really think about it, you could be the best coder ever, but 
if you can't close the deal, you can't close the deal, you know? So when, after that, and we've been in Portland for six months now. So around now, we've been doing really well. And it was really just the Facebook ads. We, I would just, like, my whole process is, like, I see someone on Facebook, and they say they need help with SEO. I immediately message them. I tell them, like, who I am. And I, my, my main focus is to just get them on a call. Huh. And, then once, and then once I get them on the call, I could talk to them. And then my boyfriend really takes care of it. Where did you... Where did you yeah. learn about pricing? Because I think pricing is very difficult from a freelance, like, cause, cause you know, my wife's a 1099 and kind of a freelance photographer and, and where, where have you learned about pricing? So people, again, people trying to get some tangible things out of yeah. it. So it's just me and my boyfriend doing this. So right. it's very reasonable. Cause we're like a mom and pop shop in a way, but just <laughs> freelancing, you know, so we have, so we have our company and all, but we're, we try to be very real and authentic with our, with our clients. Like for example, we just got off on a call. The woman said her budget was like $1,800 for like a Facebook ad. And we're like, okay, that's good. But we just don't feel comfortable taking that much from you. Like let's start really small, like as like $300 small and then scale up from there because it just doesn't feel right. So as for pricing for websites, it really comes like we Google it. We'd be like, what do other people price? And when you're just starting out, what is it you price? And like, what platforms do you price? Where do you price differently for different, like, like, do you price differently for WordPress or Shopify? Like, how does it work out? So we would just read other people and, like, what they did and kind of follow it by that and then kind of just, like, take a a few hundred dollars off just to be, just real, you know? I love that. You know, I haven't really talked to many people who kind of are this, like, hand-to-hand combat with, like, sales and uh, development. So I applaud you and your boyfriend for being just this, like just hustling. Like it, I, I think not many people are ingrained with that. I, I guess, I guess one of my final questions before we wrap up here is like, how did you, how did you overcome? No, <laughs> because I know a lot of people are like, well, this is great. Blake's crushing it. She's just yeah. random messaging random people and getting answers, yeah. right? Yeah. Talk about the volume and the messages that you have Absolutely. to send out. It's so important for people to know too. Like we get rejected all the time. Like I had two meetings this morning. One of the women just didn't show up. The other one showed up and I'm like, okay, great. But we get rejected all the time. All I do is I keep going. If I send them a message, message and we spoke, I follow up with them. If they don't come back, that's fine. You know, but you got to keep going. Reject like the whole thing about the business thing is that you can't be emotionally connected to that one person. So if good. Not, if they're not with it, they're not with it, and that's okay. Accept it and move on, and that that's really good to know. You know, just acceptance and move on, and find your new person because they're out there. You know. Yeah, and, and and so how how many messages? How many messages would you say you send or receive between you and your boyfriend oh to God. closing one deal? Is it like a hundred? Is it like 50? Okay. So honestly, the whole messaging thing is really hard. Cause like, if you think about it back in like the, the 2000s thing, like 2000s era, people would send emails and now yeah. it's like 2020, you know? So now people are sending like the DMs and I have sent over maybe hundreds of DMs on my like business Instagram doing voice messages even. So they know who I am. They know my voice, you know? So love, that's a great idea. That's a great idea. Yeah. And not just random messages, you know? that still doesn't work. The best thing, it's not even in the message. You have to get them, you have to get them on Facebook or on Meetup and they have to see your face and they have to know who you are, you know? And I think that is a clear connection between the client and the producer. Yeah, and, and, and but, but it sounds like the volume of messages is a lot. 
oh my god yeah of course of course it is it, you have to put that work and you have to get you have to like it just makes you stronger you know getting it does stronger. yeah it makes you well, and I think it's so important what you said, you can't get emotionally invested, right? I mean, like, you know, I'm in sales, right? Like my job is to find developers to place them. And then I get the developers to the final round and they don't accept it. It's like, what, like what yeah. happened? Yeah. And it's, it's hard not to get invested. Yes. And, and, and I will applaud you to obviously, you know, you seems like you've cracked the code really early on to try not to get invested, to just keep hustling. So again, props to you on that. Um, big, yeah. big props. So I finish off every podcast, um, by a lightning round. Um, so five questions, points don't matter. Um, and so just the first thing that pops in your head, a few of them are Halloween themed. Um, so if you're not a Halloween person, this will go poorly, but if you are, this should go pretty good. Um, first thing, favorite scary movie or the scariest movie you've ever seen. Carrie. Yeah, I've yeah. seen that. Don't like that. Hate scary movies. Terrified hate, of everything. I, I hate it, honestly. I, I hate it. That's all good. <laughs> I don't know how people watch scary movies. Um, uh, favorite Halloween candy. Don't say candy corn or I will not air this episode. No, Milky Way. Milky Way. Yeah, Interesting. Okay. I had a hundred grand earlier. I've never, I've never even had that before. I've never had it. Fit, best Halloween costume that you have pulled off or semi pulled off? I don't even know. Um, I'm just gonna say the first thing that came to my head ghost, like you know, the bedsheet ghost. I think that's, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. The bedsheet ghost. Um, and then uh, favorite place to eat in Portland? It can be anything, late night, brunch, anything, I, I drinks. Love Pizza. Mod pizza is great. Mod no. pizza? Yeah, mod pizza is fine. Nice. That's yeah. awesome. Um, final question. Beach or mountains? You get both in Oregon. Mountain. Mountains. Awesome. Yeah. Sweet. Well, Blake, thanks again for hanging. I really, really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you for sharing, obviously, a little bit of your busy schedule. It means so much to me. Um, and let's definitely stay connected, okay? Yeah.